Hey, this is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, my actual day job is a personal trainer and online personal trainer. And if you like what you've been hearing and need help and need help with accountability uh, with your workouts, uh, please see the podcast description for my email and reach out and uh, see if we can help you out and get you to your fitness goals. Other than that, enjoy the show. How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Uh, I have with me my new season co-star, Dr. Ann Griffin. How's it going, Dr. Ann? Excellent. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is a real pleasure. Absolutely. When, when does it become emotional when you start going down the checklist? You're like, uh-oh, this might be an emotional trauma, something totally different than, you know, at so least in my world, what we know how to deal with. Mm -hmm. So the hallmarks of when there is some emotionality involved with what somebody has going on has to do with what we'll call amplitude. So for example, trigger points hurt. Arthritis can hurt. Nerve entrapments can definitely hurt or cause you to feel really stiff, but it causes this much hurt. When somebody has an exaggerated response to a very little injury or what have you, there might be a genetic um, uh, uh, congenital variation uh, in at play. It's called Ehlers-Danlos, or uh, there's really 15 different subtypes called hypermobility spectrum disorder. Um, though that's a different category. Those people really do get a disproportionate amount of pain and disability from very little trauma history. And that particular patient population, unless the practitioner knows what kind of, of uh, unless the practitioner knows how to recognize like, oh, you're one of those and we need to do this versus this to fix you or to remedy your issue, they often get blamed or um, essentially their physical therapist, their medical doctor, whomever they're working with, if they don't understand how to recognize like, oh, you've had a bunch of dislocations. You're one of those. Yeah. Um, they get blamed for being overly emotional or exaggerating their symptoms. That's one camp of where emotionality might play into it. And it's just because the practitioner they're working with um, doesn't understand how to work with that system in a different way to get them amazing, to get them the results they're looking for, right? So the word etiology is a fancy pants term. It just means cause. And when the practitioner doesn't really understand the, what's causing that person's symptom, they oftentimes go to blame that person or say that it's what we call psychosomatic, that they're kind of inventing something. That's a different camp when there truly is a physical manifestation of maybe some unprocessed grief. Um, I see this more often when somebody's had um, uh, probably some what we call adverse childhood experiences. They've had some difficulties, um, uh, abuse perhaps, um, that there's any number of things that constitute an adverse childhood experience, but things are really unprocessed. They have um, a very strong tendency towards um, neck issues and energetically neck is really about self-expression. So when it was unsafe in their childhood experience to 
vocalize a need or what have you that was viewed by a threat as their caretaker, they tend to clam up. Um, folks that uh, have uh, the, the uh, sort of nebulous diagnosis of fibromyalgia, that's another patient population where like, yeah, they'll point to their shoulder, they'll point to a body area, but there's a really strong emotional component to that. Same thing for um, disordered eating of any kind, that's oftentimes a coping mechanism um, to deal with some really out of control dysfunctional dynamics or what have you. And all of that can play into a true hip issue, a true knee issue, what have you. It's never true that the body only has that, that only has 100% of a musculoskeletal issue and it's never, it's 0% emotional. It's always a proportion. And case by case, person by person, somebody's knee pain can be about 80% physical, but there might be 20% unprocessed grief in there. Same thing with, um, uh, you know, trigger thumb, trigger fingers. That has to a lot. There's an emotional component to that of, you know, holding on to something in someone's life. Um, uh, shoulders tend to be um, burden, right? Hips tend to be duty, finances, responsibility, feet, boundaries. Wow. So I don't think I'll ever get a foot issue. Cause I probably yeah. <laughs> have too boundaries. I'll get some other kind of issue. Yeah. I'll, I'll put that emotional baggage somewhere else. Um, but it's, it's helpful to explore those things and see if they resonate for the person and that um, they might be manifesting because they're so locked down emotionally. They will only allow themselves a physical pain experience. There's always a little bit of an emotional contribution, but that amount of emotional contribution can vary from person to person, right? A lot of times when we don't understand why we tend to get neck issues over and over and over. That's a little bit more of what we were hearkening to earlier, where you just didn't identify the other four things that are causing it. You're only treating one of the causes, not the other four. And so you're having pretty mediocre responses. All of that can play in. All of that yeah. can play in. It's all on top of each other for sure. Yeah. So, so what I like about the symptom evolution is, I mean, you, you go through this list and there, you might find some of these uh, other issues or emotional issues, that kind of thing. And then for someone like me, a personal trainer, you know, I don't have the, the same schooling as the therapist and the chiropractor such as yourself, but that's okay. I still go through the questionnaire, find out all these things and be like, okay, it looks like some of the things I can help you with, we can't get to because you didn't pass these checklists. I need to refer out. And that's the beauty and power is mm -hmm. knowing who to refer to. So you're not wasting these people's times yep. and you, you look even better. You know, then they come back to you because, oh, my God, you sent me to Dr. Ann or whoever. And you, you got, you got I can do my job because I know where, where I'm at on the list again. Mm -hmm. And what's really helpful is that your first three training sessions, for example, I'm just pulling numbers out of the air, yeah. knowing having gone through the screening questions, knowing on day one, like, ooh. I know you said your goals are weight loss it's, or, you know, such and such numbers with your your back squat. Our, we will get there, but our first three sessions, we're going to work on these, these things instead. And now, boom, dump the clutch on, on session four, and you're well on your way. And without any of the hiccups, you, you're not doing that one step forward, two steps backwards thing, or always coming up to the same physical limitation, you can identify it right out of the gate. Because again, it's the historical posit positives, like, oh, you said yes to this, yes to this, and this, and this. It's unlikely I can start you where you want to go with your snatches. We have to backtrack and do this first. 
but we will get there. And it is true. Um, I refer out for drugs and surgery, physical therapy, acupuncture, EMDR. I have a, a very lengthy referral list because I am not the right key for everyone's lock, but I already know in advance when I refer out one, what, why I'm referring. And two, I already know that that modality is the one that they need. And yet, like we were saying, some of my best referral sources aren't people that I fixed. There are people yeah. that I know I was able to figure out, like, I think that's nerve damage from your radiation. Go see this guy. Yeah. But then now they Is remember you. <laughs> yeah. How, how much of the like this whole checklist and everything can you do with a client like off a of Zoom like this versus, you know, at some point oh, you're going to have to get your hands on it. All of it can just be done with questionnaires and then you can make oh. those referrals. Okay, so just just from them telling you where the pain is, what motions, you can do it all on Zoom. Yep, um, and you could even do I when uh, COVID was was uh, fresh and roaring. I closed down the office for about three weeks, and I have an insanely high success rate with not even touching people because I can tell them over the phone, like, okay, get down on the floor, do this. All right, now what? They're like, the pain went away. I'm like, yeah, great. So, so at this point, how much? Plates, yeah, because so, um, because it's so predictable, like it, the way that these animals behave. I know I'm like Jane Goodall of the body. I know exactly how to work with a true rotator to identify. Is it a true rotator cuff issue or is a nerve entrapment masquerading as an as a rotator cuff issue? I know how to fix both of those. Right. Same thing. With it, uh, each joint has its own kind of nuances. But if you were a fly on the wall in my treatment room, you'd see me do a lot of the same things over and over. But why I do them and the specific sequence that I do them, I don't think is ever the same. It's, it's, it's contingent on, on the person in the actual case. So it's just mastery of, of sort of understanding what flavor of shoulder pain are you? What flavor of low back pain are you? That'll make all the difference in the world um, for you to be able to identify, all right, Mr. So-and-so, this is going to be a really great working relationship. I know that I can get you to your goals where we might have to take a little bit of a different route, but we will get to that finish line. That's awesome. Well, uh, Dr. Ann, how does my audience get a hold of you or possibly anyone in the health and wellness industry that's in interested in the certification process? I know I am, at least for the level one. Um, mm -hmm. Website, social media, what, what do you want to put out there for everyone? All of them. I never thought All I'd right. be that person that says, hit like, share, and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we do, we, you got to do it now. It's it's the new town square. So my um, web page is symptomevo.com. And then I'm on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram, and they're all the same handle. It's at Symptom Evo. If you do a cursory Google search for Symptom Evolution, that will also come up. So any or all of that. Um, and then my direct uh, email is on all of those. I welcome any uh, questions. Uh, I welcome the skeptics. I want, I can answer all of the questions. I, I love questions. Awesome. We need someone like you to answer all our questions, so... Um, and just my audience always knows I'll put everything in the podcast description with all the links and everything, make it easier. Um, but, uh, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Ann for, uh, jumping on with me and, and, uh, we'll see where symptom evolution ends up. I hope it, uh, I hope it spreads like wildfire. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, for your um, audience members, uh, I would love to have, um, I have a generated a, a Word doc and I'd love to pass it along to them. I don't know if you put links and stuff like that yeah. available. I don't know how much you do that, but I can send it to you. And essentially it's a, it's a, a, a breakdown for lay people to understand when they're at the gym, when are their symptoms, something that's an injury that they might want to take care for or modify their activities, or when is it a dormant limitation that's just now coming up because they've been at this workout routine for a while. And when is it a newbie mistake? And I have those kind of um, uh, enumerated. So I'd love to, to pass Perfect. that along just for your, so they stay at the gym and out of my office. Let's do that. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Send me, send me any links like that and I'll, I'll just throw it in there and uh, yeah. we'll, we'll take it from there. Well, thank awesome. you so much, Dr. Ann. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brad. You're the best. You're the best.